0: Mystery Mystery. brothers, mystery brothers, mystery brothers,
1: mystery Mystery
0: brothers, mystery brothers, mystery brothers, mystery brothers. All right, what's up, guys? Uh, We've got another episode of Mystery Bros here for you. This one's pretty interesting, I think. So um,
1: they're all interesting, Evan. Yeah, I mean they're all super
0: interesting. I say that all the time, but like this (laughs) one was. (laughs) It was a lot more than I thought. Like, when I went to do the research, I thought it was a lot more, like, mysterious. And, like, we, I thought we knew a lot less about this. And it turns out we actually know, like, a decent amount um, about this. Which is rare for a mystery, bro. It's usually, like, you never... You never yeah, we have, shit. To put
1: in the, we have to put in, like... We have to connect the dots, usually with aliens. But yeah, yeah, with usually...
0: <laughs> <laughs> we won't be talking about aliens at all this episode. Damn. Well, no... We aren't talking about aliens for this, dude.
1: We're talking about the Krishna oh, babies.
0: Unless we, yeah, unless, oh yeah, yeah. This may be a two-parter. And if it is, the second part might be about somewhat aliens. Um, but yeah, so this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Cicada 3301. Which, um, it's, it's you know, a, a somewhat of a group, basically, that... They they live kind of online and they're a group. We're gonna get into like we'll, we'll get into all this stuff eventually, but um, yeah. So let's get into it. So it kind of all starts out in January 2012, um, and basically in January, I think it was January 5th, I believe. January 5th was the day. And, um, basically there was this image that was released on 4chan. If you guys know what 4chan is. It's kind of like, it's like a more primitive version of Reddit kind of where, the, you know, there's different kind of like groups and people post things in those groups and the groups you follow, you yeah. see.
1: I don't think it's super popular in the U S
0: well, I don't think it's different now. It's, I think it's called 8chan now or it, it's 4chan oh, it's got banned. 4chan got like. And so they basically just recreated it with a little more rules and it was called like eight Chan or something. But, um, I use Reddit though, to be honest, I never, I've never, I never used 4chan. I never went on it. Um, and I don't use the newer version now. I basically, for that kind of stuff for like, yeah, interesting news type of shit. I I use Reddit. Well, the later versions, they actually also
1: released on Twitter.
0: Yes. Yes. Eventually. But like, yeah. Yeah. So, so the first image, like we said, um, an image popped up on 4chan and it it also had a message and it said hello we are looking for highly intelligent individuals to find them we've devised a test this is a a message hidden inside this image find it and it will lead you on the road to finding us we look forward to meeting the the few that make it through good luck 3301 all right so it's kind of an interesting Interesting little message there. Right. You know, like, um, a lot of people like, didn't really know what this meant,
1: but like, you know, that's as far as I would have gotten. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I would have been been like, like, what? Is there like a kind of riddle in the words or something? That's what I would look for. And then I wouldn't fucking find it. So I I would have been like,
0: oh, that's, that's neat. Anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not the type of dude to figure that out, but, um,
0: there are these two dudes one named marcus and marcus uh he was like i think he was 15 at the time so he was pretty young um but he was he was homeschooled um he he was kind of sheltered from from what it seems like he wasn't you know obviously when you're homeschooled
1: you're kind of sheltered from life you're gonna be a
0: little sheltered i don't understand why people do that man i get that the education system is fucking stupid in america but like you know I don't I don't get homeschooled, But anyway,
1: I feel like it's a good idea if you live in the wilderness and you don't live by anybody.
0: Yeah, I guess maybe if the school is just terrible by you, I get it, but otherwise, I don't I think it's kind of dumb.
1: He also I think he, he
0: was a Boy Scout, you know, that tells you a little bit about him. He was he was like a straight-laced dude. Um, he was also very good with computers. He did a lot of like coding and stuff like that that he kind of like learned on his own. Um, which is a good skill, man. Good skill to have anyway
1: man i um, wish i could learn
0: that on my own dude if yeah. i
1: could understand computers i would
0: yep um so that's marcus and then the other dude we're going to kind of focus on his name well his his pseudoname was tech um he was very into like anonymity um he definitely wanted to stay private he didn't he, he still never even told anyone his name all we know is his tech he went by tech he was he was kind of like a little bit of a nerd in high school people said um but he was very very good with computers he he worked on like a lot of like coding projects for his school um that kind of stuff so he kind of had you know a little bit of a background like a coding like that kind of thing a lot like marcus they were both like computer nerds obviously. i feel like you
1: have to if you get to the final stages of this yeah yeah puzzle i mean
0: obviously you know if you're going on 4chan you're probably a little bit of a computer nerd just the way it is we're gonna get hate for that <laughs> Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so they both came across this image and they were pretty intrigued by it you know they wanted to know what that was so basically there was an irc created um for this subject and irc means i think it means instant relay chat it's basically just kind of like a chat room forum um like if you guys know what like discord is right now it was kind of like a primitive version of discord where um it's just a forum for people to just you can create uh, any sort of like, um, you know, thread and you guys just message whoever wants to join the thread or you can make it private and only people that you are invited can join. But this one was a it was a public IRC and um, Marcus and, and Tech both joined because it was about, you know, trying to figure out this code, this this, you know, puzzle and. Um, So I guess it all starts out with uh, tech. He basically heard um, at some point that uh, terrorist groups online would hide like notes and like text inside of image files. There's a way you can do that. Apparently you can like, I don't know, I guess it's something in the script. And then if you type, if you open it up in notepad, there's a, there's a message there. So he decided to try that out. And when he did that, he opened it up in notepad and there was a message there and it said Tiberius Claudius Caesar says, and then it was just a bunch of gibberish. Like one huge long gibberish word. Didn't make any sense. So he was like, huh, you know what? That's interesting. What what do I do there? Um, and he, he realized like, first of all, in, in all of these steps here, like these guys are smart as fuck. These kids are like they're probably like 15 16 you know we know marcus was only 15 at the time tech couldn't be much older than like 18 right because he was in high school so like god damn that's smart man but basically he realized that
1: that's probably all they've done since they're like eight years old just look at computers so like i feel like if you do that for a while and you're just fascinated with computers yeah but you some get of this there. doesn't
0: really have to some of this isn't just computer skills some of this like like basically next he realized that yeah but all of these people have good
1: computer skills
0: true true but they're also still like very smart at problem solving because let me let me read this because he basically realized that um that the 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 code meant um that he should use the caesar cipher which i guess is this it's this old uh cipher that was used back in you know ancient times in greek or whatever caesar i'm sure used it i don't know where it came from to be honest didn't didn't look into that but it's the caesar cipher and basically what it is it's like shifting letters so you know of like a is the first letter in the alphabet mm-hmm. or let's let's say like d d is like you know the fifth letter in the alf- fourth letter in the alphabet <laughs> um and then if you shift the alphabet over
1: okay
0: you know and what like I you mean, mean like what do you, what do you mean with a shift like like say yeah this is hard it's it's like say you were to shift the alphabet three three things over then from what then a would be from the beginning then like a would line up with d so anytime there's a d it would mean a you know what i mean it's it's basically where you just shift
1: oh so they just shifted so what they did is they just shifted numbers until they could finally found like something that would make sense
0: no not numbers because it wasn't numbers it was just random letters. letters so basically you shift the alphabet A certain amount of times. Uh, And then, you know, something that's a D is actually a K because of how many times it's been shifted, blah, blah, blah. But he realized that Tiberius Caesar was the fourth empire of Rome. So what he did is he shifted it four times. He shifted it four letters. And it worked. That was the code. He cracked it. And um, it, it revealed a URL. So all those, all those letters, those random letters was a URL, which is, which he typed into, uh, his browser and it took him to a page. Um, and it, it basically, it had a picture of a duck and apparently it was like kind of like a weird looking duck, like a creepy kind of duck from is what they said. Um, and then it also had a message and it said, whoops, just decoys this way. Looks like you can't guess how to get the message out. So it was like a de- So it was like a false lead. No. So what that meant was. um, Now, this is where where tech and Marcus were kind of working together and they both found out um, they were working together on this IRC, the chat that they had and um tech and marcus and there was a group there was technically it was a group of 10 people including tech and marcus they all created a separate private um chat where they could talk to each other because they kind of realized that there was like a lot of people trying to work on this and most of them could not figure this out most of them were kind of just like saying dumb stuff and you know what i mean like they didn't really know what they were doing so Tech and Marcus realized like there's like about 10 people in here that are like serious and have figured out these steps so far. So, like, they made a private group with just them. Now, they don't talk about many of them. Um, there's this Norwegian dude, which we'll get to later. He, he, uh, there's some interesting stuff about <laughs> him. Um, and he was involved at one point in cracking one of the codes. So, but, um, but yeah, so they started their own private chat. It was called hashtag decipher. That was the name of the chat. Um, and so together, they, they found out that there was this de-stegging program, uh, which is called Outguess. And de-stegging program is like a program that like unencrypts files, like it unencrypts certain... I think it's meant for pictures, and it unencrypts uh, pictures and files. Um, again, I'm not a supercomputer nerd, so I don't know 100% what that means. I don't quite know all these steps, so... I'm tr- I'll try and explain as much as I can, but it was a de-stegging program and it was called Outguess. And if you remember in the, in the message, it said, looks like you can't guess how to get the message out. Right. So they figured that's what they were talking about. They used it on the photo of the duck that, that was on there and they found another clue. And this one was a message. It said, here's a book code. Okay. Followed by 75 different pairs of, of numbers and it basically went like number colon number comma number colon number so it was like it's called a book code which is which is kind of crazy this when they were talking about this and like explaining it in the documentary and thing that I watched like um, a book code is like honestly one of the best codes you can have it's almost un, it's complete it's absolutely unbreakable unless you have the book because what those what those numbers reference are page and then letter. And you basically use that to figure out which letter, you know, and it writes out a message. Right. So they used to use these a lot. and And the thing is, like, if you have a different print of the book, you know what I mean? If you have a different print of the book, then you're not going to be able to do it right. You know what I mean? You have to have the exact book and the exact print of that book that the person is talking about to be able to figure it out. So it's really interesting. It's a good, really good way to do a code. But so they gave them this, this book code, uh, with 75 pairs. Um, but they didn't really have, they didn't have a book. Okay. And then also with this clue, there was a link to a Reddit page and on that Reddit page, it had a bunch of, uh, like dashes and dots and it had the word welcome and a picture of an old, like, medieval, like, tapestry, is what they said. Um, and, that you know, they, they were like, huh, these clues don't, like, go together. And, like, they didn't know what the, the dashes and the dots were, really, for a little bit. Um, but then Tech realized somehow, dude, like, apparently he said, like, back when when he was in, like, fourth grade or something he like read something about how there was like this ancient mayan numerical system that used like dashes and dots for like mm-hmm. numbers and he was like maybe that's what that's what this uh is it's like the ancient mayan code um which is crazy so he figured that out so they got a bunch of numbers and then they also ran the picture of the medieval tapestry through Guess, the same program that they used on the last one. Right. And they found, um, they found an encryption code for a PGP, which if you know what that means, um, PGP is a company. I think it's like, it's called pretty good, uh, privacy or something like that or something like that. And it's basically like, a, it's a program that like spits out like an a encryption code on something. And it's like a way for you to verify that this is coming from this person you know what i mean like if you if if it's if it has this encryption code on it then you know that it came from them basically because it like spits out different codes or whatever um and and that's yeah so that's a way to verify uh like validity of anything it's it's something they use actually on the dark web one time i've been on the dark web or i went on there a while ago um i got into uh, I downloaded Tails and I
1: really <laughs> yeah, I downloaded
0: Tails and I installed that on my computer and I opened it with Tails and then I kind of went on like the Onion Tor browser, that kind of stuff. And uh, I, I was on the Silk Road for a little bit, it was pretty crazy. It was cool, they had all kinds of stuff there. And the way for you to buy something off of there is you have to use PGP and send and, and that's how you like send messages to people. It's pretty crazy. Um, I never did. I never bought anything off of there, but I looked into how to do it. And yeah, you have to have a PGP and and it's an encryption code. It's a way for them to like verify that this is coming from you. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily tell you like the person's name or anything, but it tells you that this is their encryption code for this PGP. So it's definitely them type of thing. Um, so basically, yeah. So, so they ran the the medieval tapestry picture through Outguess, and they got a PGP code, um, in this code, the word cicada was in there or something or, or like the uh yeah like the 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 code name for who the pgp encryption belonged to was cicada so that was the first time that they ever like thought about cicada you know that's right. why it's it, why it's called cicada 3301 um up until then they just signed everything as 30 3301 you know like they were like good luck 3301 like signed everything like that but this is where they finally found uh the cicada. Um, so when they uh, when they encrypted that uh, that picture or decrypted the picture with that outguess thing, there was also a message it said, the answer has been right in front of your eyes. Stop making it more difficult than it is. This is not the search for the holy grail. good luck thirty three oh one all right so a little bit of a A mystery yeah a little bit of a message there um now they were at this point they got kind of stuck you know they didn't know what to do they had like the book code but they didn't know what what book it was for right and they had the pgp which was cool they finally like verified that like this is a group you know it's coming from them and then and they had the Mayan numbers, but they didn't know what that was for. So they kind of got a little stuck here for like a day or two. And first of all, let me just say. Everything so far that I've said. Took them like two days, like two days to do crazy. OK, so these guys are fucking smart. They're figuring this shit out and. They're taking they're spending a lot of time on it, like apparently like there's there's people all over the world. Um, funny thing that Norwegian dude I was talking about apparently like he would he spent so much time like looking at his computer screens that his eyes got messed up he had to go see like an optometrist because his <laughs> eyes were
1: like fucked up dude he probably spent 24 7 on that laptop
0: yeah he was on he was just on his computer i guess just for days straight i think they all were to be honest they were just like how trying to figure this yeah, out constantly like trying to figure this out um
1: it tells me cool. to get a
0: life it's kind of no i think it's kind of cool And, and, and so they've done, people have done this kind of stuff before for like, like Google did this back in 2004. Um, there was a billboard that Google put up in, um, I think it was in like California somewhere. And it said like, you know, the square root of like some random or the first like coefficient of E, like it was some crazy, like weird math problem that like most people would look at and be like, what the fuck is that? But it came out to be some like super long random number. It was like seven billion, five hundred fifty-three million, you know, that type of thing number. And then when someone typed that in to a web browser, like that number.com, it led them to a website that Google posted that said, "We're look, we've been looking for like the smartest people to like help us code and do work on Google. And we figured, you know, people who would figure this out are the smartest people. So they like got a job basically by doing that. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Google did that in 2004. And then, you know, obviously back, back in world war II, um, Alan Turing, who was the guy who like, they used to like break a lot of the, like, uh, German and like Japanese, like codes that they were using. Um, he did kind of the same thing. Like he put out some like super, super hard, intense, like crossword puzzle thing. Mm-hmm. And the people who solved it, like he recruited them to help him. So this kind of stuff has happened before, you know, where where people put out like really cool, crazy encrypted stuff. But I think this is the most like intense one. Like this is the most in depth like one that's been that we know of. Um, but yeah, so like I said, they were they were kind of stuck a few days, stuck for a few days because they didn't really know what the next thing was. Um, but then um, the the Norwegian dude, I forget his name. I should. I should look up his name, but anyway, the Norwegian guy in the group, um, he was like really good at like pattern stuff, like pattern recognition, right. and, like that kind of thing. Um, and he cracked the Mayan number code. Um, and apparently it, it decoded to um, some text that was from like an old like King Arthur book. Okay, like a super old like very specific book though. Uh, it was like, I think it, it wasn't like the actual King Arthur story. It was a different story, but it was within that book. And, um, when you use the book code that they got in the last thing on that book, what it came out, it it gave them a message and it said, call us at two nine, four, two nine, zero, nine, six, zero, eight. So give him a phone Ooh, number. Yeah, I heard about this. Call. Yeah, and it was like a de-
1: and like Ooh, they got like a voice on it. I heard about that.
0: Ooh, that that's kind of interesting, man. Like that, would you call the number?
1: I would call definitely.
0: Call if, the yeah, number. if you've done that much work on it so mm-hmm. far, you got to call the number. But um, <clears throat> apparently two nine four. That's a Dallas area code. That's interesting. It was in America. Um, the number at least was registered American. Um, so they they decided to they called the number. And it was like a computer generated voice. And it said, very good. You have done well. There are three prime numbers associated with the original photo. 3301 is one of them. You will have to find the other two. Multiply these numbers and then add them together. And then .com to find the next step. So kind of like the Google thing we were talking about. Um, they had to figure out this number and then type it in.com. So they looked at the picture, all right, the original JPEG file, and they found out that um, the pixels, like the length and width of it was um, 509 by 503, which are both prime numbers. So what they did is they multiplied 3301 times 509 times 503, And then added those up. And it led them to the website. And on the website, it had a uh, picture of a cicada. And then it also had a countdown clock. And underneath it, it said, patience is a virtue. Check back at 1700 on Monday, January 9th, UTC. Um, And luckily, that was literally the next day you got lucky there right they figured all this out and this is crazy dude they figured all that out in four days because they started on the fifth the picture was posted on 4chan on the fifth and this countdown ended january 9th so that means they did all this in three days right that's crazy wow wow we're 30 minutes in we're 30 minutes of talking (laughs) about what they've done so far and it only took them three days to do that. Um, so that was crazy. So then. And I can never get
1: past the first step. Yeah. Not even, <laughs> not even close.
0: So they had a little bit of a break then at least, you know. Yeah. They pause. had to wait until 1700 the next day to, to see it. Which is, <laughs> They're
1: probably not like just waiting on their seat. Like, oh. Dude, I know. They're probably, they probably don't <laughs> like, want to break. what's going to happen? Like, go. like what's going to happen through the store?
0: Dude, I know. That's crazy. Um, but yeah. So they checked back at the time. And what they find is 13 geographical coordinates. All right. Like latitude, longitude coordinates. And what, and what it said is find our symbols at these locations nearest you. Okay. Okay. Now they, these locations were like literally all over the world. They had, they had like, there was one in Hawaii. There was one in Poland. um, There was one in South Korea Uh, I think there was one in Germany. Like they had these literally all over the world, all these coordinates. And this is where like people were like, holy shit. Like I think that tech and Marcus were a little bit weary of it. You know what I mean? First of all, they were young. Marcus was only 15. Tech was only 17. And I don't think that neither of them ever went to these locations, but once people figured that out, you know, there was there was more people doing this and people figured it out and they kind of started sharing it on 4chan, all right. these locations. Um so basically people started going to these locations, and what they found were um like printed out pictures, and it on the top half it had a cicada, a picture of a cicada, and on the bottom half it had a QR code. All right. So So people started going to all these locations and taking pictures of what was there, um, taking pictures of the, the thing so that, that way, you know, like Marcus tech, like all those people, they could analyze it still, but didn't, they didn't have to go there. Um, and, and then, um, the QR codes, when you, uh, when you type those in, it led them to some ciphers um, some more book ciphers. So like letters, you know what right. I mean? Like oh, in more book ciphers. And then it, to uh, one was in two different books. One was the encyclopedia. And then one was like a, a poem called like Agrippa or something. Um, But at this point, 3301, they didn't really like that. They didn't. Well, they didn't like that. This stuff was getting shared really like more widely on, on 4chan and stuff. And they had like all random people going to these places and like taking pictures of the stuff. Um, so, uh, they didn't like that it was being widely distributed on the internet. Um, and then they basically, um, gave like a warning. Like there's, they wrote a message out. It said, you've shared too much we want the best this thus only the first few there will receive the prize i guess they're saying like only the first few people that crack this full code will receive the prize basically and um this kind of got uh you know people started to get a little worried you know people were like shit yeah you know, who are, who are these people really? No one knows who these people are, they could be dangerous. They could, you know what I mean? They're doing some pretty crazy shit. They're pu- having stuff put up all over the world and like all these crazy internet, like codes that they're doing and stuff. So people were, um, you know, people were a little bit worried, worried Yeah, worried, especially the people in the hashtag decipher group. There's 10 people like Marcus tech and them. Um, they started to get a little bit paranoid and then, um, also because of that because they said only like the first few would make it some of them were kind of getting a little like competitive and i guess some people like tried to post like fakes you know fake messages or like fake clues or whatever to try and throw people off um and then tech um tech got doxed which is where someone uh, like posts like your personal information online So someone figured out who he was and posted all his personal information online, like his address, his name, all that stuff, which obviously him being tech, he was very into anonymity. He hated that, didn't like that. Um, That kind of fucked him up a little bit. He was mad. Um, After this, everything kind of settled down a little bit. Um, they didn't get much, like there wasn't really any more clues posted after that Nothing, And no one really knew kind of what was going on. Um, and then one month later or one month after the, the start. So like February 5th, I think it was Marcus got a personal email from 3301 and the email read this. It's a long one. Um, I kind of, I think I summarized it a little bit, but it said, uh, congratulations. Um, Your testing has come to an end out of thousands. You are one of a few that who have succeeded the last step or the last step is only honesty. We are an international group. We have no name or symbol, no website. Um, We are drawn together by common beliefs that tyranny and oppression must end. Censorship is wrong and privacy is an inalienable right for all people. They basically explained that they're like a think tank yeah. that's kind of focused on developing technologies to aid the ideas that we advocate. So basically like they, they want to come up with programs, technologies that help people remain anonymous, help people's privacy, that kind of a thing. Um, and then it asked him three questions. Um, Oh yeah, one thing about the the message somewhere in there they they were very against like illegal activity. They're like, we don't want anyone in here who does anything illegal. Um, if if you're doing anything illegal online, we ask you to decline the offer. And they said, "Don't lie to us because we'll find out." Yeah. Basically, like if if you, they lie probably to have us, a whole yeah. bunch of hackers. That yeah, are and right. I would trust that they'd figure yeah. it out. You know what I mean? Um, But anyway, then they asked him three questions. It said, do you believe every person has a right to privacy and anonymity? Do you believe information should be free? And do you believe censorship harms
1: humanity? Which is interesting because like in the beginning of the post, and it said, do not share this information with anybody. And then you write at the end, should information be free? And if you say yes to that, it's kind of like, then why was it the do not share this well, information with anybody wanted, else? They didn't
0: want people to share it because they didn't want, uh, like random people who weren't I know, doing the it work. know, but it sounds
1: a little hypocritical about their message. No, they're
0: talking about information about like, about important things. You know what so I mean? this is not important? It doesn't hurt anyone that this gets out or it doesn't like. Well, isn't the there whole no thing that all their information
1: should be private and should be.
0: No, not, a, not that. They believe in privacy and anonymity. Um, believe information should be free. So like you shouldn't be censoring people. You shouldn't be censoring like what people won't have to say or you should not right. be censoring someone because of any anything. Anything you shouldn't be censoring someone at all. Basically, like, you know, like, like therefore, like whistleblowers and stuff like like Chelsea Manning, like Edward Snowden. You know what I mean? those people got persecuted and basically sent into hiding and stuff because they were releasing information. They told Edward Snowden, told everybody that the government is reading your emails and reading all your texts and everything that you do and that you don't have privacy. We should be able to know that, right? That's something Mm -hmm. we should know. But this guy got like persecuted and had to leave exiled. Basically. He's basically has to live in hiding in Russia. And then Chelsea Manning you know, she she basically told that we were in Iraq, murdering just random families and, and killing children and grabbing whoever we felt like off the streets and torturing them and and trying to figure out information off of them. And we didn't know shit. Right. That's information we should know. But then she got persecuted. She got. Oh, dude, her story is crazy. There's a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Like like that's the kind of stuff, you know, they believed in um basically marcus replied to that email with like he was pretty excited he was like hell yeah yeah i i go i'm all for that (laughs) um and uh tech and also a few others actually received um emails total there was 20 people all right um i think like six of them were from that hashtag decipher group so um and so they basically they ended up getting into a chat on the dark web and in this chat were all the members of cicada or 3301 basically um there was a lot of senior members apparently the, the group had been around for a while and apparently they'd done other recruiting things like they recruited a lot of people in the past it just was different It right. wasn't so um you know it was for different things they recruited different people in different ways so they, they could get different skills from different people right and um they basically they wanted to uh develop a software to further the causes of anonymity privacy and encryption and all the stuff that they do all the programs they create all the things that they do they do it for free so they give away everything for free okay so um you know that's why they had so many like pictures and encrypting decrypting stuff because they wanted people that were interested like good at that kind of thing um they they claimed that they had no affiliation with any government or any military anything like that they were just a group but some members had backgrounds in military and stuff like that because you know there's code breakers they have all that kind of stuff so they weren't affiliated with any sort of group, but there were members in there that were part of militaries and, and governments, that kind of thing. So, this new class of 20 that they they got that got invited and were added to the group, um, they were called Brood B. Uh, B. D, I think. It was either B.O or B.D. I can't <laughs> remember my fucking handwriting. Brood B.O is what we're going to go with. Okay. Um, and Um, they were tasked with creating a software to, um, to further their cause. Um, and it was supposed to be to help whistleblowers. All right. And Marcus and everyone, like they all started working on it. They were working on it together. Um, and they actually developed something that led to the development of a software that was called the Cicada Anonymous Key Escrow System. Okay, so it was CAKES. It was called CAKES for short, the acronym. Mm -hmm. And it was basically a software that helped whistleblowers. And what it did is it was some sort of program where, like, the information, whatever, everything would be uploaded into this program. And the whistleblower would have to check in at, like, certain times. Right. If they didn't check in, the information was automatically disseminated and dispersed to the masses. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like a safeguard. Um, You know what I mean? So if a whistleblower got killed and they couldn't check in, then the information would get out anyway. Mm -hmm. You know? Too bad some people recently haven't used that with the whole (laughs) Epstein thing and all that. There's a lot of crazy shit going on there. And then uh, this took them a while, obviously, to create this software. Um, Not super long. Like I think it was like six to eight months mm-hmm. or so and after that at that point many of uh, that group brood.bo uh, they started to kind of lose interest yeah I heard they like kind of just like stopped yeah it. they were like it's, it wasn't exciting anymore yeah. it wasn't like some crazy thing they were doing they just kind of started to lose interest and a lot of them dropped out I'm pretty sure at one point they all dropped out except for Marcus <laughs> <laughs> Marcus was the only one and Marcus was the only one working on this. And he was kind of stressed out and strained. Because he, he was like... Yeah, because yeah, he was the only fucking one doing this. And he basically, like, kept telling Cicada, like, can you guys recruit more people or something? Like, can you do... Like, I need some help. Yeah. I'm I'm fucking doing this all on my own. And at this point, he was still 15. This fucking kid, man. This smart motherfucker.
1: Why would you be doing this for this long, though? Like, you're not making any money off this. Like... I feel like I would lose interest as well. I feel like it's not easy to figure out what they wanted you to figure out, and you're just wasting all this time and not get showing anything for it.
0: That's fun though to them, you know. That would be fun if you were super into like the internet and that kind of shit, and you were doing these codes and like that's what he was into.
1: Furthermore, you don't even. He's know also what- 15. He doesn't have it. He lives in his parents' house. He doesn't need money. I know, but you don't even know what this group is. They could be like Nazi lovers. Like, you don't know. They told him. Yeah, they told them. They just want to, like, yeah, tell everything nice so they can just use you. They could but be they lying. Have some dark, they have some dark secrets. They
0: could be lying. But yeah, he was 15, so he didn't need a job with like money or, you know, he lived no. with his parents, you know, so, and, and he could do all this on his computer. So I get it. Um, and then. So then, like, basically, he didn't hear anything from them for a while. Right. Um, In January 2013, all right, January, like, 2nd or something, a post was posted on 4chan. It was called The Warning. Okay? And the note read like this. It said, I was a part of Cicada for more than a decade. And then it said, stay away. He basically explained he was a foreign military officer and he was recruited against his knowledge. Like basically he was recruited, like Cicada basically came to him and were like, we've been watching you. You're really good. Like we need you. We need you to help us with this thing. And he said at the time he was like, hell yeah. Like at first he thought it was really cool and good. Yeah. And they talked about, you know, the same stuff they talked about to them with like anonymity, privacy, censorship, all that stuff. And he was for it um and then he says um they were, they are very cultish and they're very like you know he basically said a quote from that he said it, it was like a religion disguised as progressive science scientific organization all right so he basically said like they're getting a little like too into it they're getting a little full themselves like they could you know what i mean right that type of thing um and then just a few days after the warning and exactly one year from the, from January 5th, when they posted the first picture cicada posted
1: another image and they basically tried to recruit more people. Um, yeah, they've done it a couple times, but like we don't know the winners from the other times, do we? No, not really. That's what I was going to say. We are not really going to go too much into the second one. Um, They did it actually three times.
0: Yeah, they did it. They did it a few times okay so apparently this this next one that they released in two thousand thirteen um it was a lot like the last one. it was very difficult um and um basically it, it was different, but it was it was just as difficult um like i like we said, we don't really know a ton about the people that solved that one or tried to do that one um they you know, no one really came forward or anything like that. So we don't really know uh, what happened there. But um, what we do know is that uh, soon after that was released um, another, uh, another person in the brood B. O. contacted Marcus and he told Marcus that he received an email from Cicada saying that they were laid off. Interesting. And then when Marcus tried to go to the website where their chat was, it was gone. Completely gone. Removed. Huh. That's strange. So that mean, he got kicked out? They I guess. That means they got kicked out or laid off. You know, I guess take that. I don't really know what you mean. Um and and this the whole documentary and article that i read it's coming from marcus's perspective and stuff so like we don't know much about the rest of them but and again january 6 2014 um, this is when a twitter account a twitter account posted um, another basically another invite for recruitment and this one like this is where like they started people they were starting to get a little in there they were saying enlightenment awaits you know talking very like biblical and very like Abstract and and kind of like what the guy was saying, like they're starting to get like almost like a cultish, you know, and and at this part the these ones the ones in twenty fourteen. Do
1: so you think it may be a different group?
0: No, no, it's the same group because they they have the PGP encryption code on there always, so they know it's the same
1: group. Um, whatever that means.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know exactly what that means, but basically they.
1: It's I get verifying. it against like computer code, like from original location or something like that. Yeah, I understand.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, but I don't know exactly what that means. But apparently, these yeah, they had their PGP encryption code on these messages, so they knew it was coming from them.
1: Um, Evan, like I know you've been the dark web and everything, yeah. Have Have you ever like done anything like with computer, like tried to like set up a website or no? Me neither. Like I no. wonder how. If it's like a lot of math, or you just got to know computers really it's code.
0: well, you just got to know code. You got
1: to be able to type. That's code. a lot of that's a lot of math. I feel
0: it's not. It's not math. It's just like it's just computer code. It's like learning a language, you know. But yeah, that stuff's in- insane. I don't know how to do that, but you can make a lot of money yeah. doing that. So then, so so like I said, the they did it again in 2014 with the Twitter, with and they were getting very like enlightenment awaits all that stuff. Um, the newest. One that they released on Twitter in 2014, it got to a point where it was so it's so hard. Like no one's been able to figure that out still to this day. No one's been able to figure it out. There's people are still working on it. People are still working on it today. Um, There's there's this thing. It's called like the Libra, like the uh, I I can't remember the name of it, but it's like this book that that they're trying to use for people to like code it and and to try and figure out, and, and no one's been able to figure it out. Like I said, I can't figure out the shit that they explained to me how to do it. So um, at that point, is when it, that's kind of when it when it fell off. Um, they never released anything again in January 2015. Exactly a year like they had been the first three years because people still couldn't solve the previous puzzles. So at that point, it kind of fell off. And there's no more people that we know that are in it. The only reason we know all this that we do is because Marcus and Tech came out about it and spoke out, talked to some magazines. Um and yeah, so so at this point it's it's no one really knows what's going on with it. All they know is there's that code. Can't figure it out. And you know, that's it. So it's super interesting. So like what were they? You know what I mean? Do you think that they worked for a government or or something? Or do you think they were just random people? I think about
1: this? I think yeah, I think it's more they were just like a random a uh, group. I wouldn't say maybe not a cult or anything like that, just like some people who like share the same beliefs want to do good for society or something like that. In that Apparently kind Apparently of- they started to sound really cultish towards the end. You know? Right. So it could have been. I think it's. Definitely, I don't think it was started as a cult. But though. apparently, they've done this stuff before for like to get into like CIA computer. Like they've like supposedly, governments, yeah, governments like have, done, yeah. have
0: done this kind of thing to try and recruit like the best the hackers best. and stuff like that. Um, these guys were against hacking. These guys were not into hacking. They weren't about that. They wanted to try and further privacy, anti-censorship, and anonymity. Uh, For everybody type of thing. They were more kind of on the freedom side, you know? Right. They wanted liberty, that kind of stuff for people's internet lives and just for people in general. But it's interesting, you know? It's a really crazy story, like, how all that happened. And how these 15-year-old kids figured that shit out, man. Good for them. So much
1: smarter than me. (laughs) That's sad. No, I think these, like people are like the top of the top, like their brains work differently. I think they're high. Like they probably like at 10 years old, probably comprehend what I can comprehend now. (laughs) 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 Regarding computers, regarding, regarding computers. Yeah. 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 Like I know how to work a computer pretty well. Know how to download free movies. Yeah. I'm really good (laughs) at using computers. But there's a, that's a whole other level, like
0: creating code and like that kind of shit. Yeah, man. dude,
1: that's that's something that if you can figure out because technology. The more we get into the future, like the more we use technology, so yeah. it's gonna be bigger, and bigger. Coding
0: and creating software and stuff is a big, big thing, but it's so hard, man. It's right. all about just learning a computer, learning a brand new language is basically what it is. And you have to learn how the computer reads things and what it does.
1: Yeah. So my roommate's like best friend in college Uh was in like computer science and he took a bunch of these coding classes. Yeah. And he was in like calculus two, like trigonometry algebra, like these crazy classes that like you just have to know a lot of math, like a lot of computer skills, a lot of, I don't know. You you don't need need
0: to know computer skills for that kind of stuff. See math and computer code are different.
1: I know, but I feel thing. like you you have to have a good grasp of of math to do.
0: Not necessarily, but I'm sure they all a lot of them do because it's the same kind of thing. Math is just about like facts, you know what I mean? It's about like solving things, that kind of stuff. And and computer code is is a lot like that. Was, uh,
1: maybe I feel like I was not very good at math, so I feel like me trying to learn this is like pointless because like i feel i could never get past like a certain level i don't
0: think math has anything to do with it but the same skills that it takes for like math i think it's kind of the similar skills but i don't think you need to really know a ton about math to be able to do computer code maybe in some maybe at some instances but in general i don't think so but it's still insane i could never do it you know um it's crazy.
1: Yeah, I totally think I, I there's some people that think like maybe it was just like a big trickster. Like yeah. just let him on a wild goose chase. Like, it's just, totally possible,
0: you know. What if it was? <laughs> but but the thing is Marcus worked on that program for like 6 months and they N- created that
1: program and they distributed they, it. They they say it's highly unlikely since it was like like very like coordinated team like and had like a lot of in-depth yeah. Knowledge of this stuff, but like someone could say, like, someone very up there just knows what they're doing, just could have made everyone's like, just yeah. make all these hackers going to wild They did, shape. and then
0: like, Mar- then they told him, like, create this blah blah, and they didn't think they were gonna do it, and then they actually did. They created this program, and they were like, fuck, like, nice. And they, they, that's why they laid them off. That's why they're like, you're laid off because uh they didn't know what to do after that. They were like, fuck, this is all supposed to be just a joke.
1: There's also people like you can't verify these stories, like what they went through. You kinda have to go off of
0: what they no. say. And their
1: background, yes, you can look at their background, but, but you can't all verify. The, all
0: the clues and everything are there. Like, right. Those those you can verify. They're, you just can't verify. You can't and I mean they they you can verify like the messages they sent and stuff. Right. So you can verify all that. It's just you, you can't verify they're serious, whether they're being serious about it or not. But it seemed like they really were. If you ask me, I think they actually are like some like really deep underground, like dark web group that wants like, you know, Internet liberty, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I totally could see that. Like, Maybe do you think some people say it was like they did like something with Planned Parenthood.
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. So at one point, this was, I think in 2015, no, 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 no. This was 2013. Uh, it was in July of 2013. I remember that. Um, somebody was like hacking into like Planned Parenthood. Uh, I don't know what they were doing. Maybe like releasing people's names or something like that. They were like hacking into the Planned Parenthood and they were trying to call themselves Cicada. But then Cicada came out with a message in July saying, like, that's bullshit. That wasn't us. And they don't have the PGP encryption code in any of their messages like we do. So, you know, for a fact, this is us. And that wasn't us, basically what they said. So. So, yeah, they, they some people tried to claim that they were Cicada and they hacked into the Planned Parenthood, but that wasn't them. But that's that's interesting. So they obviously had some like clout, you know, some Internet clout. You know, people knew who they were, and people thought they were cool. They tried to claim being them, you know. But they always said they weren't into like hacking and stuff like that. They didn't do any of that. And I mean, I kind of like what they did. Like they created that that program that that helps whistleblowers. It's like a bit. It's like a failsafe for like whistleblowers. That's important, you know. I talked about a few whistleblowers earlier that. I'm totally for it. In In most cases, whistleblowers are good people. They're trying to help people. They're trying to get information out that's being hidden. You know what I mean? And I guess I'm for that. The mystery here is just like... Who is this internet group? Yeah, who is this internet group really? And and are they still going today? You know what I mean? No one's been able to figure out the puzzle they put out in 2014, but people are actively still trying to figure it out. And I don't know if we've received any more messages from them since then right. i don't think they have
1: well it could be that also like once you get to a certain stage maybe like later on they've made actually made it into the group and so they ne- never came out or they made it far enough they made they, it into the yeah. group and
0: they're not talking about it yeah
1: possible yeah it's possible that they could have let other people like, how the, would you know how could you verify like you wouldn't know if someone solved it and just that's right but they haven't put any more public messages out they've since also, then. They've also said because of like, you know, like a lot of the map places, they found like these posters at different like places yeah. around the world. They said they were all located and at least only like and the farthest one was located an hour away from the, any international airport. So maybe they seem like they, they made it look like they were um, all around the world, all around but, they the world just flying. but they were just flying.
0: Interesting. I did not. I didn't see that all those spots were located within an hour of an an airport within
1: an hour of an international airport so so these weren't like far out like you know like small neighborhoods yeah could also be like didn't want these international travels like you know a country's big like how far are you gonna yeah
0: that's interesting i wonder imagine if it was just like a dude flying all over the road posting these (laughs) up dude like that's why they needed some time that's why he was like fuck you gotta get me till like Monday here I gotta fucking yeah, start, like I gotta just start doing this more <laughs> yeah yeah um dude, yeah that's interesting deep
1: down here to have a huge laugh like dude I got all these like the smartest the best of the best following the stupid game that I just made up
0: I don't think so I don't think that they're like that I think they're a serious organization but that'd be funny if they were just like off doing this just for fun but um but yeah so it's it's just it's a crazy it's a mystery like who these people are and as, as always, mystery rose. we're not going to know because unless someone comes out with it eventually, they want to they do a follow up episode. What if in 2020 someone cracks the code? That'd be one good thing to happen in 2020 or one cool thing.
1: The 2020 has been a wild year. We can yeah. get into that another time. Yeah, we're going to we don't need to get
0: into that. That's 10 episodes worth of shit. But But yeah, that'd be cool if someone figures it out in 2020 and we get some more information. But for now, we just we don't know.
1: Just well, that. like, if they figure out, I feel like they're not going to say, you know, like, it's kind of a catch 22. Like, you figure it out. Like, well,
0: that's kind of what I mean. I guess I hope that someone comes out and talks about it. Right. But
1: unless they have, like, I don't know, unless they have, like, like evidence. No one's going to very believe you're just going to be another one who tells a story with no uh, evidence.
0: But Anyway, it's just a crazy mystery. and And I thought it was really cool when I did the research on this and found out like all like these crazy steps these people did and like and how crazy that like that must have been i didn't realize that i thought there was just some people that posted some you know random cryptic stuff online that's what i thought because i've heard of the
1: story before too
0: yeah i never went in i never like dove deep into the whole story so they definitely
1: knew what they were doing yeah and they definitely had some followers like man i can't get that many like i can't get that many people to show up for interviews like how do you get so many people (laughs) to like follow this figure this out Cause it's it's exciting, yeah. It, it's exciting, and like these people. Are yeah, really I guess work's not exciting. Guess work. Work is, is, like- is not exciting.
0: <laughs> work sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that's that. Um, we also we're gonna do a little quickie in this episode, um, and we are going to talk about the Jim dwarf. This is a pretty cool. This is pretty cool for me. I I think it's really interesting. I I thought it was. I wish I could learn. I wish I knew more. I wish yeah. we could figure out more. And it was
1: happened fairly recently.
0: Exactly. It happened in nineteen ninety six, supposedly, right? Yes. Um, well, not supposedly. Like they have, they've seen it and everything. But, um, but yeah, go ahead.
1: Right. So, it was like in the middle of the night. All right. So Tamara, an older woman. Um, she was walking through the woods late at night she heard scurrying of the feet like small scurrying of the feet and she um, she heard turned feet around scurrying yeah that's what that's what apparently that's what she that's what the uh, description says when she got recounted it okay she heard small feet scurrying around mm-hmm. so she was curious what that was and took the flashlight and down. tried to investigate if it was me I would have ran the other way. <laughs>
0: Well, if it's small, like if you could tell that it's really small, I might want to check it out too.
1: In the middle of the night?
0: Yeah, check At it night? out. At night? Yeah, I check it
1: out. You check it out? If I knew it was something really small, yeah. All right, so apparently she heard small feet screaming, so she goes checks it out, and then all of a sudden she comes to a spot and the baby just starts crying its eyes out. Mm. And being the good mother Tamara is, she uh, takes it in her cloth. And uh brings it back and cares for the baby. Um But she immediately realized this yeah. is not a normal baby. <laughs> this is definitely not a normal baby. I mean no. it, how small it is and it shouldn't even be able to walk, how she said. Yeah. Yeah. What was the what were the dim- dimensions of him? Uh, it was about twenty five centimeters, uh like around eight point nine inches in length.
0: Nine
1: point eight. Nine point eight, yeah,
0: sort of Yeah, nine point eight inches. So that's pretty fucking small. That's not even a... F- that's like... Less than... Yeah, that's, that's pretty <laughs> that's small. That's pretty small. It did have a nose.
1: Yeah. She said it breathed. The skull was very long Very strange. Very, very strange. And she took care of it. And like, she only let her godmother know. Or like, no,
0: that's not true. She was telling everybody. Oh, she was telling everybody? She was telling people, yeah. Oh. She was telling everybody uh apparently like she would she like told people like come lo- look at like this baby not like maybe not everybody but she definitely told a few people because in the documentary i watched there was at least like four people that said that they'd they'd seen it and she showed it to them but because like we said it was such a strange looking thing like this guy this guy who inter- who said they saw it they interviewed him he said it had like its entire eyes were blue like it didn't have like pupils and like all that. It was just solid blue eyes, is what he said. And it kinda had like fur all over it. Like it was it was hairy all over. And it just looked like a like a a baby with a really weird messed up head. Like the head was really elongated. Strange. And yeah, it was yeah. weird. And from the people in the documentary that they interviewed that said they saw it, they all said it was. It wasn't human. It was some sort of alien. Real quick, let's talk about Kishton, or the town of Oblast. It's a goddamn shit show. All right. Uh-oh. Like so. Here's the thing. Like these people are like super poor. All right. Like this. This. It, this. It, it's like a industrial town. Yeah. But all the factories have been shut down for years and years and years. So like these people are just like. Very poor, they have nothing. Of course it's most right, of yeah. them are, are alcoholics, at least from, from the video, from the documentary I watched, like the entire town, like they just like drink a ton and do nothing really. So these are all the people we're talking about. But Yeah. Uh, Tamara wasn't a drunk. She's the one who found it and took care of
1: it, so I just don't understand why she never handed it over to the authorities.
0: I know immediately when she when she fucking realized it this is not yeah this is a really weird thing like she like none of them they all thought that it was an alien right right yeah they all thought it was it was some sort of extraterrestrial or some sort of alien they none of them thought it could be human at all right
1: and especially if she if her description is true that it was walking then it's definitely not alien at that small yeah definitely alien not she said she would feed it cottage cheese right but apparently like it all went awry like terrible when she had to go to the hospital one time yeah and apparently in the hospital like a lot of people thought she was crazy so when she said she she left a child in her uh, apartment they didn't believe her really yeah
0: interesting and then that's when, that's when it died, right? Yeah, that's when it died. And that's when they she discovered. She was gone for a while. Yes. And it died. And then in the documentary, I saw a guy took it, went to a, went to a room and took it. And he kind of like kept it for, for a little while. I think it was like a couple months and then he got arrested and probably for being drunk or something like He got arrested, which apparently people in this town get arrested a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, they like to, they like the bottle, you know? So yeah. So the guy got arrested and he told the police officer about it and the police officer, uh, he gave it to him and like his skin was all like decayed, messed up. blah blah. We talked about that. And the police officer had it for a little bit.
1: Right. And go ahead. This is, no it's okay and like the police officer had it but he wanted to get like they've took they've done pictures of it they've done experiments you know there are documentaries yeah, they, filmed there's on video it. of it there's yeah. video of it but he wanted to get the ultimatum which is yeah. dna testing
0: at one point they had uh like a forensic examiner or something like a forensic uh woman she looked at it and she thought she showed how like the back of the skull was messed up and she thought it was real she said yeah and then they also had some other people look at it and they thought it was for sure just like a deformed fetus right right but they wanted to get the dna test on it
1: yeah so he went and so they gave it to the investigator and he thought he would hear back within like a couple months right yeah oh, Like a couple weeks sorry well a couple months go by and nothing happens but the tv crew tr- 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 finally like tracked this guy down because this yeah. is like this is the important. top story yeah, like, this is Everybody a good wants to that's yeah. going on in <laughs> I'm sure nothing else really yeah. goes on there. <laughs> so it's a hard life, man. Um, so they track him down, right? They do an interview with him, and he told in the interview that when he was like trying to bring it to a lab, these lights came, the UFO, and they and these people came down and took the fetus back with them. Yeah. So, so doesn't he necessarily
0: say people though? Doesn't he say like a UFO took yeah, it?
1: Yeah, UFO took it.
0: Yeah, he literally says that he was driving and a UFO came down and took it.
1: Yeah. But there's speculation, right? Yeah, there's more speculation. I believe more that maybe the Secret Service of of the Russia got involved and in like, hey, we're gonna take over from here. We're gonna take this from here. Yeah, to try to hide the or truth. truth. Something. Yeah, like. And then made him sign, like, a non-disclosure agreement. So, like, if so you ever say this, like, we'll, like... We'll fucking especially, kill you, dude. And This especially, is Russia, yeah, and Especially Russia, so you don't say, yeah. like, you hand it over, so... I, mean, I
0: bet they didn't even sign a contract. I bet they were like, hey, listen,
1: you talk <laughs> about this, you're fucking dead. All right?
0: <laughs> That's what they say. Like,
1: but we'll, we'll reopen the gulags just for you.
0: Isn't that kind of what the police officer thinks happened? Yes. The police officer who ended up giving it to him, he thinks that he got strong-armed by, like, the yeah. Russian secret service. It would make
1: it. sense. And then, like, you can't say that. So, like, what are you going to say? You lost it? Like, that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, oh, I
0: just happened to lose it. Yeah, yeah. so
1: you're going to say, UFO came back and took it. <laughs> UFO came and took it. So, even though I love aliens, I don't think aliens just came down and took this. Who knows, man? But who knows? Who knows? It could be true. No one would I would tend to think them. it was probably... The, the KGB or something, yeah. But it's strange, definitely.
0: It Sucks, man. It was before we got a chance to do the DNA test on it.
1: Yeah, that would have been the holy grail. Like,
0: been awesome, dude. That would have been fucking awesome to have like evidence. You know what I mean?
1: If you were ever allowed to for it, yeah. That's a, you don't know when the when the KGB like took over and like had maybe they got, were alerted by the lab like, hey, there's something wrong with these tests. You might want to. See this before you let the public know something like that. Do you
0: think if, like, the Russian government figured that shit out, they would tell the American government or anything.
1: There might I be a hole in that. That's like a deep conspiracy. I there. don't know. I feel more countries would keep that to themselves. I think,
0: especially countries like Russia.
1: Yeah, you definitely I mean? Russia. Like, they're, if it was Russia or China, they're definitely plotting against it too. Like, all I right, we, maybe this alien craft could help us beat the US. Like, yeah. that's what they're thinking, assholes. Yeah.
0: And I don't think they would share with us if they found an actual alien or anything like that. So
1: So I think that's highly likely they could have just said, yo, sign this. Um, We're going to take over.
0: Like I said, I doubt that anyone signed anything. I bet they're just like, we're taking this and you're going to die if you talk about it. But (laughs) but yeah, because of that, we never got to get the DNA results from the actual um, creature, from the actual skeleton, the bones. Man, it's it's so cool. Like, it looks weird. Like, go look up pictures of it because they did get pictures and they got video of it, and it looks just so interesting, man. So weird. um
1: It is very. It it is strange. Some people, there are scientists that have looked at it and said it's like a fetus.
0: Yeah, there were a couple uh pe- scientists that got a chance to look at it, and a lot of them said it was just a deformed fetus. Now. The reason that that that's a thing and the reason that they think that's what it was is because um, back in 1957, Kishtim, uh there was like a nuclear, there was like a plutonium plant or something there. It was actually the third most serious nuclear accident ever recorded. Oh, really? Wow. That's interesting. Um, at least 22 villages were exposed to radiation from it. Um, they actually ended up had to evacuate 10,000 people and it basically spread hot particles over 52,000 square kilometers or 20,000 square miles. So because of that, they have done like interviews with, uh, like people from Kishtim and stuff. And they talk about like, there's definitely like fish and like rabbits, a lot of small animals that they find that are like deformed and messed up and just look really weird. And there have also been, like, a few cases of, like, deformed fetuses, deformed babies that come out. Right. And so and, and some of them look like that. But none of them have ever had a skull like that.
1: No. That's the thing. And it's also interesting that why would a woman just be carrying a fetus, like, finding this fetus? Yeah, everyone
0: says it was, like, alive and it was, yeah. like, eating and, like, it was healthy for a while. And then it died when she went to the hospital. But I think the
1: so, those people that claim that story more claim that this is all made up and that this is just like a strange fetus they found. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I guess. But it's it's they've never had a skull that looks like that. They've had deform a lot of deformed fetuses, that kind of thing. But like I said, there's never been ever been a skull that was that looked like that where the skull right. was very long, big and elongated. And it had, like, points. Like, it came to points in, like, three different areas. It was, like, it had edges. It wasn't round. It had, like, edges. And no... I don't think that any human skull has ever had that. No. Ever. So it's really strange.
1: Um, yeah, they end up... They end up finding the cloth that the baby was wrapped in in the beginning.
0: Yeah, they ended, they spoke to Tamara's daughter. Yeah. And she showed them the cloth
1: that... Uh, Tamara used to carry the baby, right? Right. And when they investigated that, they found that they one did, they one, took DNA. Samples. Yeah, one of the DNA samples was Tamara's and the other is unknown. Yes. They can't don't know, they don't know what it is. Which is they said that it was
0: no animal known to man. Yeah. No, the DNA didn't match anything on that's earth strange. so far. So that's pretty interesting, dude right yeah that's really interesting like so they did the dna swabs on the cloth and it's like was it yeah what could that have been it wasn't even if like something like you say like oh it was a fox that like touched the cloth or a cat or something like they would know they would know that there would be cat dna or you know what i mean And this DNA is not found in any database for any living thing on Earth. So this is brand new DNA. I really, really fucking wish we could get the results of the DNA test on the fucking skeleton, on the actual creature. But, you know, that, I mean, do you trust that?
1: I feel like you can trust that, but I think it's like hard to verify any of like, you can't verify it. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's the problem. You can't actually verify anything because yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's, it's not there. Yeah, yeah. It's just taking DNA swaps from the, the towel that yeah. supposedly had it. Um, that's interesting. Definitely. Super skeptics just say like, Oh, it was obviously just like a fetus or something. I get it, but I don't know. I think if you dig a little deeper and you look into it, there's a lot of really strange things
1: about it. You know? Yeah. But we'll never know. And all the
0: drunks from Kishtim, I mean, I don't necessarily know how trustworthy those people are and all that, and all that they're like, oh it was an alien and all this stuff. But when you get the actual skull and you have like some there were a few medical examiners that looked at it, a forensics Specialist who looked at it, and they all think they all said, "Yeah, it's human, or, or, or it's some sort of it was some sort of living creature." Some of them thought it was just a human fetus, um, but some of them said, "Yeah, it's a human creature. It's very, very, very strange. We don't know anything about this skull or anything like that." So, you know, that's that's very intriguing. I don't think I believe the whole UFO story, though. No, I don't believe the whole UFO story. I think. He definitely said Do you something think the dude just it? lost it? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> do you think, could you imagine? If, okay, super skeptics might say like he th- he saw it, he thought it was fake or something, so he just like got rid of it and wanted to keep the story alive, type of thing. You know,
1: that could be true. He came out and said this
0: is fake. It would have been like, oh, okay, we're done. Who knows? You know? Yeah. So what do you think happened there? You think some secret government?
1: That's pr- most likely what happened. Like they took over. I highly doubt you just lost like <laughs> Yeah that would be a big whoopsie If you just fucking lost it I don't think I could ever forgive myself Losing one of the most <laughs> precious Artifacts
0: Losing something that could possibly Prove the existence of aliens or Change life. humanity
1: forever Seriously yeah like And you forgot to up. check the pl- <laughs> Big fuck
0: up
1: Yeah Yeah but I, I definitely feel like the, the alien there was more to like just say like oh, add the mystique to it. Yeah. I so guess think, if you think it, it was a secret government, yeah, but I guess if it that. did happen, like no one's gonna believe like you, right? No one's gonna believe you.
0: I think the aliens like <laughs> wanted to take it back because they didn't want us finding out about them. Somehow, like, how did it get here? You know, did they accidentally drop like, it? Forget about it when they were doing <laughs> they were collecting some shit in the woods and accidentally forgot about it i don't know Man. but it's a crazy story i would encourage you to go check out like the pictures and the video that we do have of it because it is pretty interesting dude it looks to me it looks real i mean i'm not a fucking medical examiner right. or anything but i can definitely see how people might people would think it's just a fetus though yeah you know it's just so small it's so tiny and like everything looks a lot like a human other than the skull you know you right and, you know, there was, apparently, like we said, that that was the third biggest, like, nuclear disaster, like, ever. So, there definitely caused some, some fucked right. up shit to happen out so, there. So, you never know. It would suck living out there, like, knowing you're being radio. Dude, all those people, there's a documentary where they, like, interview all the people in the town and stuff. They all literally look like they're, like, 75 years old. I bet you that... They're in their fifties. Like that's just how
1: hard it is living out in Russia. Like what's this, what's the town called again? Kristof, Kishtim. Kishtem. All right, Evan, would you rather do the uh, hike uh, of Dyatlov Pass in in February or Ooh. live away one year in Kishtim?
0: Oh, dude, <laughs> uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, I guess if I, like, had, if I could, like, fully train and, like, get ready for it, I would do the hike.
1: Yeah, start like, this February, you have to do it. Yeah, I would do it. you do the hike. Yeah.
0: Fuck living in
1: Kishtom for a
0: whole year, dude. I'd rather die on Diatlov's Pass than living in Kishtom for an entire year. Fuck that, dude. There's nothing there. It looks like they like barely had electricity. Everyone was just everyone's like
1: drunk, dude. Yeah, like, what, what else is there <laughs> to
0: do? That's why <laughs> everyone's hammered. I don't even think that they have jobs out there anymore. Like, it was just an industrial town that's just like no more industry is there, and it, it experienced a radioactive fucking like <laughs> disaster. So like, it was in a disaster zone. So like, God, that's just a terrible. Like, how? What? Are you just so poor you can't get out of there? You have nowhere else to go? I don't get it. Why do you live there? Why would you stay there? But yeah, those people all were just like <laughs> drunk motherfuckers, and I think I would bet you that some of those people were like in their forties or fifties when they look <laughs> if you look at the documentary, they look like they're eighty.
1: I don't know about that, but we'll see. You think that they're older I definitely they might not be eighty, might be sixty, but they're definitely not forty.
0: Uh, I don't know man those those people live hard lives, dude. The the, the woman was getting interviewed in her kitchen and her her, like drunk ass like son or husband was just like hammered in the living room just like laying on the couch all fucked up and was like yelling for her to get him water like during the interview and shit. He didn't even know an interview was going on. (laughs) Like that's the kind of people we're talking about. So, you know. It's a crazy story though. It's a crazy story. I wish... As always with all mystery bros, we'll never fucking know because aliens came back and took it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he says. But but yeah, so it's been a good episode though. I, I think the Cicada 3301 thing was really interesting. Um I learned a lot doing research for that. I didn't realize we knew so much about that. That's that's really that was crazy. And then also this Kitchen Dwarf thing really interests me because possible aliens you know how you know how we are here at the (laughs) mystery bros anything alien related right um i don't know i don't think we have anything planned for next time do we you don't want (laughs) to (laughs) simulation theory yeah so all right fine i guess next week we're gonna do simulation (laughs) theory um Maybe we'll have a quickie in there. I don't know. We'll see how long, how much information we can get on the on simulation theory. Um, I think that's interesting too. Simulation theory is cool. I just <laughs> you want to you want to do it really bad, so we'll do that. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening to Mystery Bros. And uh, uh, yeah, tune in next week for Simulation Theory. Um Peace yeah. out. Peace out. He's
1: out. <laughs> Mystery Bros. Mystery Bros. Mystery brothers. Mystery brothers. Mystery brothers. Mystery brothers. Mystery
0: brothers. Mystery brothers. Mystery brothers. Mystery brothers. Mystery brothers.